everyone, and welcome to the Core Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and Eric is here. Eric, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, dude. I'm your co-host, so just don't forget about it. Oh, I'm shit, good. my bad. Yeah, my uh-huh. co-host, Eric. I, You know, listen, we've done like four episodes so far, and I haven't forgot it yet. You know, just things happen. You just yeah. don't introduce me like that. It's fine. Uh, we also have with us Brian, my brother-in-law, uh, from another vinyl page. How you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm glad to hear be with you guys and the co-host. <laughs> Um, point that out since ryan's not doing that Um, yeah glad to be here i had one job and i'm already fucking it up (laughs) you always do uh brian how has your week been man you know i feel like i haven't talked to you that much this week to be honest it's good it's been a busy week um nothing too exciting just work during the week watch some movies new movies that came out on friday played a little you watched it did you watch it i watched chippendale rescue rangers and jackass 4.5 how well, I haven't watched uh, 4.5 yet, but Chippendale, Chippendale one here. pretty shitty. And Jackass 4.5 was the same as all the other 4.5 movies. It was just like, eh. A okay. couple extra things that you didn't need Yeah, to. I mean, it didn't warrant a movie, but I understand them not wasting the footage and making it into a movie. That makes sense? So, yep. but I know we're supposed to be talking about the core collective stuff and what we're going to talk about, but I'm just curious since we already brought it up. Chippendale, you thought it was, I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. Miles was watching it, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting." Uh, I wasn't into it. Um, the plot just kind of fell all over the place, and I was hoping there was a leak for what the original plot was going to be, and then it changed because it was like a test screening that some guy went to, and the original plot seemed so much fucking better. I wish they would have went with that, but yeah, I don't want to dwell on Chippendale too long on this podcast. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine. I'm just curious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get put on the spot asking yeah. about Chippendale. Yeah, I know. It's a Chippendale cast now. <laughs> oh, my God. Eric, how's your week been, man? Uh, hectic, busy, work, kids, Chippendale. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty much it, dude. Fucking Chippendale. Yeah. All right. Listening to jams. There we go. Talking with you guys about everything. And then uh, that's about it. Yeah, the, the group the group chat is going off all week. It's pretty great. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to have you on a, just working it out to talk about work and whatnot. That'd be dope. Uh, yeah, this week has been pretty busy with work. I had another you know, group of managers with me on Wednesday, my big boss, and still doing good so far. And I uh, can't, can't be happier to hear that. But, but been listening to a lot of music as well. Um, New music, been... because I know how you are. Listen, okay. You, you like like five bands, dude. Honestly, you you and Chris always say that. If go you ahead. look at my, if you go ahead, <laughs> if you look at my, from you too, Ryan. What, <laughs> dude? Wow, you guys are fucking haters. I do only listen to a few bands right now. It's pretty bad. Uh, listen, I shuffle all the time, and there's a massive variety of bands that come on. But I won't lie to you. Like even when I was on the treadmill this morning, I I was like just shuffling like my whole entire library, not just downloaded. So like it was all over the place and I got bored and I just put on like Thornhill. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> well, now that's fine that you use a sh- uh, shuffle mode and I, and I can appreciate that. But when you do use shuffle mode, most of what is being shuffled would be architects, Thornhill thrice, and then all the old shit from high school. So there's really not a lot of new stuff is what I'm getting at. Every day he's shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know what to do about it like i listen to some of these new bands i'm like yeah you don't do anything for me um yeah because that's that's true because we we are going to be talking about like the latest music we're listening to uh you know any new releases and the new releases i have to talk about are like the 
the typical bands I've been listening to since high school. So <laughs> I already can tr- pinpoint a couple, right? Yeah. Oh, so we have uh fantasize by hundredth, which I really didn't like. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, I think it actually started off like cool. I'm like, all right, it's going to sound like, you know, some of the last record. And then just goes into like a, a funky, I don't even know what you would call it, Eric. Um, um, I don't know what to call it because I got about 30 seconds in and then stopped. So I didn't even get that far. I didn't think it was good at all. So I won't lie. I'm pretty disappointed with it. Uh, they just, they just keep wanting to go as far away from whatever direction they start with and then start a new one. I don't know how I feel about it now at this point. Cause I thought the last record was great. I thought rare was amazing for what it was. You know, I don't, I don't want to be like a hardcore band anymore, but uh, fantasize is a little, getting a little too far for me they're almost going the amorosa route they're like a couple of songs away from that so it's not a very good yeah you know they had a single out um hang on one second i'm gonna look it up real quick yeah dead weight that single that was 2016 and if they would have just stayed like right there you know i guess it was probably if you want to call it maybe more like post-hardcore but it was mm-hmm. even a little maybe even softer that's where i would have wanted them to stay now rare was not horrible either but you didn't like somewhere nowhere or whatever it is yeah i mean somewhere nowhere was all right they just went real um was it what's it called shoegaze yeah and i'm not i mean yeah that's not really my thing i guess but yeah well i I guess for me like the record came out when i was like working saturdays and i had to drive to the desert so like it's kind of warm outside in the morning you roll the windows down you're listening to this music i'm like damn dude it's like some really good music to this but yeah, I wish they kind of, I mean, the Deadweight EP was, it's just two songs, but damn, that's a pretty, pretty solid sound. Uh, and then to no surprise to anyone, uh, Dead Wake from Thrice and San Soleil from Alexis on Fire. Uh, dude, just fucking incredible songs. So good. Uh, San Soleil is already going to be like one of my favorite Alexis on Fire songs ever made. So pretty good. Um, anything else that I got? Nope, that's, that's, it. Listening to? Okay. that's all i got yeah my turn uh bleeding through came out with a new song that was very kind of epic i don't know if brian, i don't know if i sent it to brian um i was kind of surprised chris didn't reply to that so he can fuck off yeah fuck um, you chris yeah from all of all the people he's the he's the bleeding through person um, True. but i really yeah. liked how they they uh kind of going back to their roots to a degree um and then I thought the only thing about the song is I thought the chorus was a little weak. It's kind of, um, I don't know what I want to, how I'd say it, like maybe cheesy, but uh, most of the other stuff was really, really good. Kardashev didn't know that they had came out with, or they were coming out with a new album. So I was happy to find that. And then um, obviously Lex on Fire. Um, I got to listen to that song again. I, I only listened to it a couple times. It's good. It's not like, oh my God um malevolence came out their their album came out so i was into that one and then uh i kind of dove into uh polyphia since they put out um playing god that's that single and then i kind of went back and i was listening to them just kind of throwing it in the background um and then i think the only other couple it's kind of weird because there hasn't been too many albums but there's been a lot of singles um Millennium featuring Spirit Box was kind of cool, kind of different. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then the new My Chemical Romance song is actually really good. 
and somehow it's about seven minutes. I like that. A little different. What about you, Brian? Oh, you know, before I let you go, Brian, I have been really into movements because really? they're playing with um, Data Remember when we go see them in October. Mm. So I wanted to check them out. Uh, and I've been really into their their newest album. Actually, I have it right here. Nice. Nice. No good yeah. left to give. Yeah, we'll let Brian go, of course. Uh, but after Brian goes, I have a question for you guys, too. So go ahead, Brian. What have you been listening to? I'll recently? run through a couple. Um, the My Chemical Romance single, I wasn't really into it, but I feel like if they do put out a full album and it fits somewhere in the album, it'll be way better in context. But as a single, it was kind of didn't do it for me. But do you guys think they're putting out a full album? Or well, I'm sure they are. They're on tour right now, dude. Okay, that's what I I'm thought. I'm sure they are. Okay, and then my next one was Never Wanted That, Greg Puchato. Uh, the music video is absolutely cringe, but I like the song. song is very good. And what then Greg Puchato, Black Queen, Dillinger Escape Plan. But is solo it solo stuff? Oh, it's not Black Queen? No, he has no. a solo, his second solo album, Mere Sale, coming out. And Dead Wake by Thrice, you guys already touched on it. But yeah, I think I like that song more than the majority of the last album. It's a really damn good song. and. I was surprised it was a, well, it's not even technically a B side because it was still not even finished by the time the album came out. But yeah, yeah. But with that being said, I mean, do you guys think that that song actually fits that album? Because I don't, I love the I, song. No, not at all. It I doesn't love fit at the all. song. But it, to me, it's, it's Vihisu, it's Alchemy Index era type stuff, which is awesome. I'd love to hear a record of that again from them. Yeah. But I mean, you know whatever i mean it's a great song you got semi heavy in the middle part and i'm like damn like i miss when they like had this much heaviness in their music because i don't see that too often anymore yeah they alexis on fire i only heard the new song sans however you say it i didn't know there was another one reverse the curse that came out i'm literally looking up on my phone and i haven't listened to that one yet oh reverse the curse is pretty good too So i'm gonna listen to that after so far those three songs are amazing i'm very happy that i bought two of those the special edition record and then the um whatever other yeah, i'm pretty excited was. to get those and then the one i've been listening to a lot is the new cave and album um is it good yes it's really good and i didn't expect that because mm-hmm. i'm a very casual cave and fan and then i listened to that full album when it came out and damn it's good i'm gonna have to buy it um i'm trying to find the newberry comic variant because it looks really cool mm-hmm. yeah i think i saw that gives me a lot of old mastodon and neurosis vibes when i listen to it neurosis is a good band Nice. So like when it comes to music, you know, when you when you're driving or when you're I don't know when you guys listen to it. I mean, I'm pretty much listening to it working out, driving. Could be could be anything at this point. Uh, you know, like when you listen to music, like what are you seeking from it? You know, why do you turn the music on? So Eric, when you're listening to music, when you're driving for work or whenever else you put music on, like what is your goal when you start playing music? It's a loaded question. It's um i don't know man for me it's just depending on i don't know it's honestly kind of hard to answer because you know i drive a lot for work um i think the one i can answer for sure is when i know i'm sitting in traffic i honestly just want to hear something heavy to just keep my my mental down i guess if you will i mean just to kind of just kind of veg out and listen to whatever's absolutely beating the shit out of my speakers um so that that's one thing but it's hard to hard to pinpoint i mean i don't know and i I feel like i listen to so much different so many different 
artists and kind of in the same genre, but, um, you know, I can listen to like thrice and then hear something that triggers. And then I go to a, that's why I listen to a lot of playlists and I make a lot of playlists because for me, I want to hear a couple different things. I don't want to, I will, but most of the time I want to hear different bands, different songs, different kind of, um, you know, post-hardcore death metal, death core, metal core, you know, heavy metal, thrash, whatever, and just kind of mix it all in there. And so for me, it's, it's more of just my mood, I guess. So it's really hard to pinpoint, you know, what I want to hear and win. So yeah, it's, kinda... it's, it's definitely a loaded question and I hate to throw such a curveball at you guys, but we're talking about how, like, I only listen to a few bands, right. Or, um, you know, a handful of bands that I basically have been listening to consistently for like the last 15 years, you know, for me, like when I throw on music, if I'm driving to like the next store or driving to go meet up with somebody, whatever, or to go shopping, it could be anything. I just want to like throw something on that like immediately puts me in a certain, um, puts me in a certain mood or it's like, I mean, I don't have a singing voice at all, but I love to sing along to these songs. And I just like to put on something that I know is going to get me there into like kind of what you're saying though, is like that mental state or like that happy place where you can zone in and kind of veg out on the certain songs. So like lately, I just, I, I hate it because I know there's a lot of other good music out there to, to branch out and listen to like these new bands that are up and coming, just like the bands we started with. But like North Lane's album, I still can't stop listening to it. But I also like I only drive for like maybe 10 to 15 minutes between stores at work. So like I know I can throw on like Zen or Cypher real quick, hit those vibes, and then I go into the next store. So yeah, see, and that makes sense, you know. Um, that makes a lot of sense where it's like you specifically, you know, you're gonna it's gonna be 15 or less and you want to hear a specific song. Whereas like I literally have an hour and a half to two hours of of drive time where I have to fill it in. And um, that's why another reason I make playlists is because of the way that Apple Music has changed um, and artists have changed their uh, format of releases. They'll put the album, but it'll be like two singles. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, I can listen to the album, but I can throw that, that single into a playlist with other singles or new album songs. Um, and that's kind of where I thrive. Um, but I think it's funny because I... I listen to more playlists that I've created than I would like just shuffle all the music on my phone. Cause I find that when I do that, I skip so many songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. Cause like, um, you know, cause I, like I see the playlists you send, of course, and like they have so many bands I couldn't even name right now, but I'm like, damn, like I could just throw on Hollywood from Thornhill and like go to town and just fucking lose myself, you know, lose my mind. Cause I just love that song so much. So like, I don't find myself, um, cause after high school, I still wanted to listen to like every new band that existed, but I don't really find myself wanting to seek out new artists that are in this genre. So if it's something like alternative or like something that sounds like black queen, cause that, that sound right now is just like the best sound ever. Um, then yeah, I'll probably listen to it. But like in terms of like metalcore or like post hardcore, like I already know who I like and I mm -hmm. don't, I don't have interest in listening to new bands and like, it kind of sucks. Cause like when bad omens album came out, I, I was like, it's cool. But like now I'm like really going back and listening to it. I probably listened to the record like two or three times this week. I'm like, damn, that's a really good album from these guys. Uh, Noah is just a really talented artist, uh, vocalist. Um, but that's why I was asking uh, just because, yeah, like thrice, like thrice, like dead wake. Right. So Brian, you're saying like, yeah, it's kind of heavy again. It was nice to hear from them. I put on 
the hisu when i was just laying in bed and i just started like just i listened to the whole record before i went to sleep that night like yeah it just reminded me of like old albums and stuff or like alexis on fire with san soleil like i went back and listened to watch out or yeah watch out uh because that's my favorite record from them um so yeah it's just i find myself bottlenecked when it comes to post-hardcore and metalcore to just like this is what i like and that's it so that's why i had that question but brian do you you know where do you go when you listen to music i know you're you collect vinyls so like you're into music like that's your shit so i'm, I'm curious like what what brings you to put on you know certain playlists or bands or shuffling um, it's different when I'm driving and when I'm home because, well, I mean, in a sense, it's kind of similar. Um, it all depends on the mood. I can have different moods throughout the day. And if I'm in a angry or what well, angry, like a heavier mood, or if I'm on a more chill mood, I'll put on something. It has to match that energy that I'm giving or sending out. And then same. And it's harder when I'm at home listening to music because I have to find a whole album that matches that and i'm going to commit to and i'm going to listen to the whole thing but i've never been a playlist person i've never been the type to like make playlists but i love like when eric sends me his i'm like damn i wish i could do stuff like that but no i'm i'm stupid as shit when i get in my car i just plug in and shuffle thirteen thousand songs and yeah skip too many i waste half of the drive skipping songs and i wish i didn't do that but no i think as long as you have songs you listen to that match the emotion that you have in that moment that that's the way to do it yeah i was just curious like i said i know that's an extremely curveball of a question but i i really do find it interesting like what brings people to listen to certain music like some people just don't care they're just going to shuffle and whatever they hear is what they hear um but to your point where both of your points actually like you skip a lot of songs and you kind of hate that you do so what i did is i don't know if you did it as well or eric did but I, was, I took everything from my iPod Nano way back in the day and I put it in the cloud. So I paid for that service. So it's uploaded forever. Um, so I think I have like 10 to 13,000 songs on my account, but I only downloaded a certain amount of music. So if I shuffle my library like eight times out of 10, I'm going to get a song that's like, cool, like I'm going to listen to this right now. So I don't okay. know if that's something you've done or you have it all downloaded, but that, that's what I do. So like, I think AFI is a great band from back in the day, but I don't have their music downloaded. So they're not going to come on unless I seek them out or yeah. Or uh, just a bunch of old, old school, like post hardcore bands that Eric had CDs of that I, you know, I burnt to iTunes. Like I don't have them downloaded unless I want to go listen to them. So, and then Apple got rid of some of our music too. So like Nevaeh Tears, I used to have their whole record run with The Hunted, which is one of my favorites, but now I can only listen to a few songs for some reason. It's really stupid. But yeah, so thank you guys for answering that question. I was just curious because I think it's it's something different and I think everyone has a different reason to put on certain music. Uh, definitely music that fits the mood. Um, I have like an alternative playlist that goes from like City in Color to Black Queen to just all over the place. And that's usually what I put on if I'm looking for something chill. And then I have, yeah, another playlist that's just nothing but like double bass and shit. Uh, So yeah, uh, next up is our first like main topic of the day is that Josh Gilbert, who is a bassist slash clean vocalist of Azalea Dying since Shadows Are Security. Eric? Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah, I think think that's correct. Um, That's a really good record. (laughs) Uh, He's finally leaving Azalea Dying. And he's no longer in the band. And then uh, who was the other one that left recently? One of the original. Nick Hippo. And he was one of the lead guitarists. Um, mm. 
So the reason why we're talking about this today is not only is it news, obviously, in the industry and, you know, Azalea dying is such a staple in the metalcore scene, you know, um, but I wanted to bring it up to you guys. We kind of talked about it in the pre-show, but I just think this band, like their last record wasn't bad, right? But it was the first one since whatever the last one was. I even forget the name of it because I, I almost wanted to say the Powerless Rise, but that's not correct. I already forgot the name of it, too. It's, that's close, Ryan. It's the one after that. Um, I think is their last before Tim started trying to murder people. Um, he didn't even try, dude. Give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it was crazy. Awake, awakened. There's a song on that record that's so good, and I forget. The it's the B side. It's the it's the bonus track you on Awakened. It? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a uh, unwound or a greater foundation. I think it's a greater. No, no. Oh, greater, greater foundation something. is from Powerless Rise, isn't it? No, greater foundation is the second track off of Awakened. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's unwound is the one we're thinking of. But also, Rise was all right. Also, Whispering Silence though. That song is so fucking good. Is it? Yeah, I never really listened to that album. I don't know why. I mean, oh. Powerless Rise was fine i don't think it i don't think that's a bad album at all i think vacancy is such a good song um listen to whispering silence after this you know just i highly recommend it yeah i'll uh, i'll check it out powerless uh, rise was fine too yeah it's just shaped by shaped by fire i don't know i guess it, it i think honestly it was just the same yeah it's just most of their stuff has been the same actually not most all of it's been the same yeah Since, they're like another amity affliction yeah for sure um, you know, even going back, starting at the Shadows of Security, I think their their most original album was Frail Words Collapse, you know, and then they kind of changed it up because that album's so heavy and it's, it was just something different, especially at the time. So when they started with Shadows of Security, it was pretty heavy. You know, Josh Gilbert's in there now. I, I believe he was, uh, he had came in on that album. Um, I'll have to look it up, but he definitely and, did. And then, um, you know, Ocean Between Us is really, really good as well. But again, it's pretty much up just the, it is the follow up. So it's pretty much where it is. It's the brother to uh, Shadows or Security. And then um, Powerless Rise was fine. I think Powerless Rise is like you put it best. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But when you look at their first three records, like, damn they came out the gate so strong i mean sure yeah. frail words collapse is fucking incredible i mean shadows are security I, I mean fuck and then an ocean between us oof you really can't go wrong with these these uh, records here um but obviously the reason why we're bringing it up is that we think the band should stop you know i think they should just give it a give it a rest and they had such a great you know career obviously besides what happened outside of the band um murder uh yeah i mean i'm sorry he was he was getting ready to have someone taken out um Oof. it wasn't in his right mind dude yeah steroids murdidly murder yeah uh i just i think my own grave was great like that was their first song you know coming back i thought that was dope as shit it was like really cool to hear them again but honestly like after the record came out i was like yeah Maybe we just call it a day and stop here. But Eric, you know, where do you sit with like Josh leaving, you know, and, you know, Nick being gone, you know, where, where, where are your thoughts with this? Obviously we love Tim Lambesis because we like Austrian death machine too, but uh, you know, where do you, where do you sit with all this? Yes. Um, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what they do. I mean, I feel like 
I feel like Nick Hippa leaving, he's been very, um, I don't want to say emotional, but he's been very uh, vocal, just vocal about the whole situation, bringing Tim back. And, and I feel like he's probably more somebody that like would read comments and listen to people on the internet and just based off of things he said. And, and just, so I feel like for him to leave first made sense. Uh, Josh Gilbert leaving. I mean, they were, they both put out, they, everybody put out a statement, you know, him. And then basically as I lay dying, it seemed like they left on good terms. It was, it was just like, I think he's just ready to do something else. Um, I'm sure there's probably some other motive behind it, but I think Josh Gilbert leaving is more of a uh, hurt detriment to the band because I feel like Josh, especially with the last, he actually didn't come in until about uh, 07. So it was, that was Shadows. Or, I'm sorry, not Shadows. That was Ocean Between Us. Um, so he wasn't even part of Shadows or Security. He may have been like a touring thing but anyway i feel like uh most of what he did and what he brought to the band is going to be what's going to be missing so now for touring they have ryan neff from miss may i who plays bass and sings very well very very well so i mean live should be good they're also bringing ken susie from unearth in to play guitars for tour which is cool because that makes sense. I mean, unearth and yeah, I love I love Ken. I love unearth. he's fucking hilarious and he's so good. He has another. Oh, Brian, I should send that to you. I should let you borrow that CD. I don't remember what it's called. I'll find it. Um, he's got like an alternative post hardcore type album that I, I have in my car somewhere. Really anyway, nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Nick Hippa, you know, he's he just plays guitars. He does a little bit of back vocals. I mean, he does. He's very good at guitar. I think that'll be all right. But I think Josh Gilbert is more of a detriment to the band. So we'll see what happens. I feel like Phil Sagrosso uh, is going to leave now, too. Um, and he's been doing a bunch of different things as well, too, as has Nick and Josh, you know, because they also had that other band with uh, O Sleeper guy. Yeah, I was about to ask you with Woven War. Woven War. Thank you which I never really got into. I was going to say that's kind of a testament to Tim Lambesi's, right? Because Woven War was just as early dying without Tim. And like, right. I didn't, I didn't think it was impressive at all. Mm-hmm. But I also think when we saw um, as early dying, I don't think they were as good as they used to be. Well, that's kind of why, obviously like it's a news topic for like the music scene and this is a music commentary show, but this is why I bring it up to you because as early dying was so fucking huge for you mm-hmm. in you know, middle school and high school. So that's why I wanted to like see how you felt about all this because it's one like one of your favorites going down basically. I think, like I said, I think it's just going to depend on what they do next and who who kind of fills in. If they, I don't know if they can. Actually, I think it's probably it could be literally could be one or the other. It could be really good bringing in some new blood. Um, I know Tim Lambesi's has you know a couple people that he plays Austrian Death Machine with, and then he put out another song that I'm completely forgetting that was like maybe a month ago. I mean, it was really heavy, but it kind of just sounded like as I lay dying. So there's players that are willing to play with him. I don't see that as being a problem either. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we'll just happen to we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. So stay tuned for as I lay dying's new dubstep album. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, so I actually don't know your history with as I lay dying. I don't know if you've been there since like the beginning, like maybe Eric. But where do you sit with like Josh leaving and and what do you hope happens from all this? I listened to them growing up. I won't lie and act like I've been fully paying attention to their career. Like 
as much as you guys probably have. I know the incident that happened and then getting back together. I did listen to Shape by Fire when that came out. I wasn't blown away. I listened to it a couple times and I was like, yeah, that's cool. I don't know if they're going to stay relevant. I don't think they're going to stay relevant. And now that they have, uh, I'm assuming he's a found, founding member, right? Is Ooh. he a founding member that's leaving? No. Josh, no. Okay. I don't no, know. And that, I mean, and that, so sorry to cut you off real quick. The, that's the other thing too. I think that the the only two founding members are literally Jordan, the drummer, and Tim. So since they're still there together, I feel like they could easily fill in the other spots and still still do something, do a record, do this, do that. I mean, so just that's why I think there's looking at their albums now i don't think they're gonna ever touch those three albums that they came out with and uh, yeah they could probably still continue and figure out something that's their bass player that left right yes and the clean yeah i think they'll be all right i mean they've already lost how many of their fan base from that whole incident so they're not going to lose more from a bass player that makes sense exactly like a total fucking asshole no i just think in the metalcore scene um just bassists are replaceable you know i don't i think they're crucial but obviously we can find another one. Yeah I, think, yeah. I think it's when you start losing drummers and vocalists that you have a problem. Even guitar. Yeah, even, yeah even like regular rhythm and lead guitars, I think are replaceable. I do fuck with Austrian Death Machine though. That jingle all the way EP is fucking lit. Oh, I haven't heard anything from them since the first record. Like yeah, that jingle all the way. Oh, I'll have to shrek it out. Uh Eric, I didn't know if you really wanted to lead this because I don't listen to Black Dahlia Murder, but just talk about Trevor real quick and maybe why he's no longer with us. Well, I mean, yeah, we're a little late to it, but Trevor Sternad from Black Dahlia basically, not basically, he took his own life about two weeks ago. Um, and it's just kind of really, it's just fucked. I mean, I'm not the biggest Black Dahlia fan. I've listened to them since. Uh, I mean, back in the day, though, you listened to them so much. And I feel like you Misma saw them quite a bit. And I'm uh, nocturnal. And uh, it's just kind of sad because he was definitely somebody that was like, he was like a Jamie Jossa or like a corpse grinder. He was, he was a, he was up there and people respected him. And he actually, he did a lot of interviews. He kind of fought for this music, if you will. And, yeah. and um, so that's why, that's where for me, it's kind of, it just really sucks. Plus it sucks that he you know took his own life. And I just feel like we're, I feel like recently we're really hitting a, hitting a wall of people that are just, you know, not, good in the head i mean just you can literally go back i mean i'm looking just literally just flipped the page and now i'm looking at power trip and he was another one riley kyle Ooh. pavone from we came as roman kyle you know tim uh Furek, uh trevor and, and and some of these guys didn't like take their own lives but still you know they've passed away for numerous re- i mean most of the, i would imagine i'm not i've never done it to that degree um, but I mean, I feel like hard drugs is an escape when your mental state is not right. And so it's really sad that these guys, um, whether it be, whether they're, you know, it's around them and they can grab it and they can get it whenever, wherever they want it. Um, it's just really sad that they have to turn to that. And for us, it's just a trip because they turn to that type of thing to get away, to not deal and we, as the listener, you know, Brian's a huge DGD fan, you know, um, I mean, even Chester Bennington, when he passed away, I was sad about that. Like we, we listen to these guys to get away. So it's just kind of this weird circle of shit that just really sucks. I mean, and, and like I said, there's been so many, so many different people 
within the genre of rock that have, um, I mean, even back in the day, right? Uh, but I'm just, it feels like recent, more recently that they're dealing with this type of shit and, um, and having these issues, you know, it still sucks about Tim. It's going to suck for a while about Trevor, um, Riley, people like literally, I just watched a video from, I don't know, a day or two ago of my chemical romances, uh, singer Gerard, he was wearing a power trip hat. He called it, I mean, they're in a freaking stadium, dude. And he's calling it out and saying, you know, like rest in peace, Riley. Like, you know, I wish we could have collaborated. You probably would have told me no, but I would have respected that. And like, and that's totally two different genres. He's power trip is straight up thrash metal. And obviously my chemical romance is, you know, I don't know, uh, alternative post hardcore ish type stuff. So it really affects a lot of different people. Um, and it just sucks. It really does. Dude, honestly, that was deep as fuck though. I never really put it good. into perspective like that really good. where, you know, they are finding an outlet somewhere else when we're the ones who find an outlet through their music. And these guys are artists, you know, men and women, they're all artists. And so to, to, to really look back and like, see what happens to these people, it does suck that on, um, under better, you know, circumstances, they'd still be with us. So it is truly a tragedy. And I think that's why um, I like to talk about it because it's like, no, like definitely got to remember these people for the work that they created. They always meant to do something better for the people who listen to them and, and themselves, you know, I think of, you know, when you brought up Chester, I just think of like, you know, Meteora. And if you go listen to the lyrics in that song, like this dude was troubled, like his entire career. And it's really tragic to listen to, but I used to listen to Meteora in high school at night. Cause it just, I felt like I really, you know, felt something yeah, with resonated with you. Yeah, it resonated with me so much. So that's why when he passed, like I was sad as shit because I I've never seen Lincoln Park live, and I and you know I, I always watch their live videos on YouTube. And like they still play a ton of Meteora songs. Like I would love to see them. And then unfortunately he passed away. Or you know recently with like Tim, you know Brian sent the video of that news uh, report on him, and like just just seeing like the amount of respect that you know Tim's been getting from obviously the fans and his bandmates, other people in the industry and just in Sacramento themselves. Cause I've been like on the craziest man of the year kick. I think I listened to that tree city session song, like honestly, once a day, it's just an incredible performance all around from everybody. So as like a new casual DGD fan, like, yeah, I feel so bad that like, he's no longer with us. He seemed like a, just such a nice dude and just so talented and it's, it's sad. So yeah. So rest in peace to Trevor and you know, all the fans out there, you know, it's it's just truly terrible to hear about but uh brian did you listen to black dahlia murder at all yeah i listened to him here and there growing up and it's heartbreaking he seemed like a real genuine guy every interview or anything i've seen regarding him i've heard nothing but good things so it's heartbreaking to the community it's just sad mental health is just in a terrible place right now people are just really like not okay and it's it's sad because yeah exactly what eric and we were talking about we go to these bands and we listen to this music to like help us get in a better place. And I just wish they knew how much they meant to us. And I know they know they, their fans love them, but damn, it sucks how much it affects like suicide sucks. Like it's, yeah, I mean, but, you know, think about the, the flip side, you know, we're fans, right. But think about the other people. Who are, oh yeah. Yeah. For the, sure. The quote unquote trolls and the, the gatekeepers and this and that, that, um, you know, that rip on them. So, I mean, as much as I would say, as much as we can throw out some positive shit to them, there's also the other, you know, 50% of dickheads, you know, 40% of people that are, you know, just tearing them down. Um, That's very true. And that would be a very hard thing to 
for me personally, if I was in that kind of limelight, it would be hard for me to ignore stuff like that. I know a lot Absolutely. of people could just ignore stuff like that. I think that would be hard for me. I would read the negative comments and it would probably affect me. I would too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like if you don't mind the side tangent real quick. Yeah, Tom Segura was recently talking about that on his podcast and probably like the last couple months. But when he first started out and like really becoming popular as a comedian, he'd look at everything, you know, everything that anyone ever sent like a DM. And he would, he said like for every like hundred positive DMs or comments he got, that one negative would fuck up his whole day and then he'd dwell on it. And now he just, he doesn't look at anything. You can send him yeah. anything you want. He won't look at it. So I think that's how I would get, I think I would have to get to the point where I wouldn't be able to look because the negatives would far outweigh the positives. Yeah, and I think a little bit you have to read between the lines, though. Like you can tell when someone's just offering that they're unsolicited critique versus being a legitimate troll and just trying to be a terrible person. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, obviously, we don't need to dive too much into it, but yeah, it is unfortunate how much people can get away with by saying stuff online. It's just tragic how people are just happy to be horrible to each other online. Like, um, like I, I'll be quick, I promise, because it's not even music related now. Uh, you know, I was playing Xbox during the week. And there's this thing called LFG. It's called looking for group. So it's where you can seek out to play with other players. And so I was playing Halo with like 15 other people. And the, the amount of like curse words and like racist slurs and just like shitting on each other that I heard in the first five minutes, I was like kind of sad as shit. Cause like, I remember being that way when I was in high school and stuff, but I definitely grew out of it. You know, I, I got tired of just being a dick to strangers on the internet. It's just, it's just not the way to be man. Um, and it, I was blown away by how many people were just saying the most worst things you can think of to each other. So yeah, it's truly a tragedy that, you know, these artists, obviously we can be as positive as we want towards them, but those few negative comments, you know, some people just can't let it go either. You know, everyone's different. So it's, it's tough. So, you know, rest in peace to him. You know, I hope the band members and the, the families can work through it here. Um, I hope everything works out for the band because they've been in the game for a long time, man. Um, and they're a very well-known name, I would say, in the scene. So to move on to a lighter note, uh, we got some concerts coming up. Eric, would you like to talk about some of those? Because you probably remember them more in detail than I do. Um, yeah, what's our first one that we got coming up? Well, oh, shit, we got like three in August, I think, for sure. We got Thornhill in July. 23rd. That's the one. Okay, so that's Chain Reaction, Anaheim, uh, Era, Thornhill, and i'm forgetting the other two bands which but is fine <laughs> that should be really really good um i'm excited about that i know you are we've been waiting to kind of see thornhill um based off of the three singles that they've put out i'm pretty excited to watch that too uh plus their ep was that's where i found them and their ep was just fucking amazing it is amazing and then like um, people on the internet would say like the dark pool is probably one of the best metalcore albums ever made you know when, with recent bands and i'd probably agree with that but I'm excited for their new direction. So. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was Invent Animate and Alpha Wolf. To I mean, round, it, round it, that out. Animate's cool. They're not bad. Yeah, they're they're good. I like them a lot. So we've got that July 23rd. And then we I bought tickets for us to go to North Lane with Loathe. And again, forgetting two other bands. But that's gonna be amazing, just because we're that album's so good. I sent you guys pictures of my my record that came in the other day, which looks incredible. Australia, yeah. Dude, yeah. it's it's, it's so a... it's done so well. Like they literally put money into this thing. I mean, the foil inside the cardboard with the writing. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's thick cardboard. It's not kind of cheap ass shit. 
you know, and, and not that it would be, but it's just, I kind of was a little taken aback from knowing that they are not on a label, they're doing it themselves. And so they actually put care into it. So it was really cool. But yeah, we're going to go see North Lane. It's August 24th. I can't wait. And then we have, that's a Wednesday down in San Diego. And then we also bought tickets to see Devil, Devil Wears Prada Prime. on Saturday, the August 27th with Straight From The Path and Dying Wish. So that's going to be awesome because I've been waiting to try and go see Devil Wears Prada. <coughs> well, that that and we've never seen a zombie one live. Um, zombie oh, two. Zombie two. I actually didn't care for. Um, oh. It was just it was just heavy. And I don't really care for the heavy side of Delaware's product. I really like their melodic side. Um, but Zombie One, I can't wait to see Revive is one of my favorite Delaware's product songs, which is the last song on that rec- uh, EP. Um, but I haven't seen Delaware's product in probably like 10 years or so. So that'd be really cool. Straight from the Path is fucking incredible live. Uh, very good band. Dying Wish is something I'm kind of getting into. Uh, it is a newer Did you band. Check them out. Yeah, they're cool, man. They're cool um and then our next show is thrice or alexis on fire on fire oh so we got alexis on fire that's october 8th the new record will be out and i can't wait to see them we saw them at the last time at the uh where was it in la at the um well the will turn right or yes yeah it was the will turn and that was just a fucking mind-blowing show those guys just sounded so good everyone i mean it was great um that was my first time ever seeing them live so yeah i can't wait to see them again i don't remember who they're playing with i mean it doesn't really matter but yeah (laughs) i don't even think we looked um we are seeing thrice aren't we or am i tripping out i don't think so i don't don't think they're playing soon they're not playing soon oh then i don't know why i was thinking oh we do have a new tour coming out but it's going to be on the in the UK, which it's uh, thrice. I think it was thrice Coheed and Touche Amore. Damn, that's cool. actually pretty good. Um, if they wrap it up in the states, we'll go see them because obviously, got to got to see them every time I can. Uh, we yeah. also have a day to remember in October. Yeah, day to remember with Ghost Inside movements in Magnolia Park. So Ghost Inside is always stellar live. Um, their last record uh, was actually really good. I, I enjoyed it after all the gym stuff went back to normal. And I still have a ticket, Brian. So if you want it, we'll see. He's gonna go. Don't worry, everyone. He's going. I wouldn't mind seeing Ghost Inside. And who was the opener? I already forgot. Movement. Magnolia Park and Movements. Oh, okay. oh Magnolia Park's cool. They're kind of blowing up right now. I like. Are their... they? I gotta check them out. I've been on a Movements kick. That's why I listen to them. Uh, Magnolia Park is very much just like a skate, like Tony Hawk kind of band. Like I like them. They're they're cool people. I'll check it out. And then uh, Brian and I were talking about going to ghost mastodon and spirit box because we want we've been trying to see spirit box and then obviously mastodon is one of his biggest or his one of his favorite bands top or if not his favorite so but go ahead with that brian yeah i couldn't give two shit about ghost i've seen them it's funny i saw ghosts like 10 11 years ago when they opened for mastodon and now mastodon's open for them so that's kind of a trip um i mean i'll watch one or two songs if, if we do go, but I'm just not a ghost fan. It sounds like Scooby-Doo chase music. Um, what do you mean, dude? It's good stuff. How about okay. those? They have some good songs. It's okay. I would watch a couple. How about those ticket prices? Yeah, I know. I looked at the ticket prices. I'm going to wait because the same thing happened recently. I went to Mastodon like a week or two ago with Opeth. 
And when I first looked at ticket prices, they were like 70 bucks. And then I lagged and lagged and lagged. And I looked a few days before the event and it was like 30. And I'm like, what? Oh, so I'm going to do the same with this tour. Not a few days before, but I'm just going to keep my eye on ticket prices. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care about Mastodon myself, but Spirit Box, I would love to see. Those fucking lights they had on their recent tour, like the whole stage presence, the big screen with the beaming lights. And sound-wise, it was the best I've ever seen them, and I've seen them like 15 times. I think I think Mastodon is, if you're not into them, uh, listening to them on, you know, um, I think going to see them is more of an experience. And I think Ghost would be too. Um, so... I, you know, I, if we can find tickets that are not hundred dollars, I really don't want to spend hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't that. Um, I'm definitely down to go. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, Eternal Blue is probably my favorite record. That's why I want to go. I would love to see Spirit Box for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're and just kind of so cool. Good. I I'm happy for them. I mean, dude, think about it. This year alone, they've been on. Well, they got canceled, and I think it actually that might have been last year, they late last year. But they were with, uh, no, they were with um, Limp Biscuit. They were supposed oh, to be touring. Yeah. They they did a couple shows with Limbiscuit, but they were supposed to be on tour, and then it got canceled. COVID bullshit, and then they just did their Under Oath tour with um, I forgot who got replaced on that tour, and then and then now this. So it's kind of nice. It's nice to see that they're uh, you know doing these big ass tours, and it, this one's huge for them. I think. I was looking at the venue. I've never seen that venue. It was the Pachanga Stadium in San Diego or something like that. Mm -hmm. It looked good size. I thought for sure it was going to be at Petco Park because most of the shows I've been in San Diego are Petco Park, Observatory, and a couple other ones. But Pachanga Stadium in San Diego. Is it just not at Pachanga? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. So that's pretty much it for concerts. Got to see those Australian bands when we can. Honestly, after Thornhill and North Lane this year, I think I've pretty much seen everyone because Sienna Skies is never coming out here. Jeez, uh, what's the other one? Um, oh, well, I can't remember it now. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my show in September. Uh, which one's that? Weird Al Yankovic, bro. You're not going to that. Yeah, I am. I thought you <laughs> were legitimate, Dude, legit, legit, out of all the shows I've ever been to, the Weird Al show in L.A. I saw years and years and years ago, he was legitimately the best performer I've ever seen. Like, performance-wise. Not music, obviously, because it's silly, goofy movie music, but him just going for it, costume changes, going all out with his band. Like, it was legitimately, like, jaw-dropping. Nice. Oh, no, I thought you were joking. but No, no I, I, don't know. I love Weird Al. I grew up with him. Yeah. No, that's legit, man. I mean... I could, I could see that being a really good show. Uh, Buried in Verona. Yeah, they're done. They're never coming out here. So, yeah. So that's it for concerts. Is there anything else you guys would like to talk about today? Any vinyls you got coming up that you're expecting in the mail here soon? Or Yeah, I picked up a couple uh, random things, uh, used stuff. Uh, I got actually, I got bad vibrations from Data Remember for like 34 bucks, 35 bucks. So I couldn't really pass that up. That's a really good album. Yeah. And then... Fun fact, besides, like, obviously Homesick and For Those Who Have Heart are good, but uh, Bad Vibrations, I can listen to that whole thing from start to finish and not get upset by pop songs. I can listen to it from start to finish and be upset the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brian, you got any vinyls coming in this week or... I got a Donkey Kong Country 1 through 3 box set in the other day, 6LP. 
I got um, Idola finally shipped a year later. I think it's legit, legitimately hit the year mark. I ordered it a year in May last year, and it finally shipped. Got those coming in. And what else? I got a lot of video game ones coming lately. Nice. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I wish Halo would get their shit together and re-release the fucking soundtrack so I can have them all because um, I want them really bad, but I want to pay the price the the price point on those old school ones oh yeah for sure i'm trying to find a good cave-in variant to buy like i said the newberry one's cool eric sent me one while we're on the podcast right now and it looks fucking killer but i saw one on ebay and it's like a hundred dollars and i'm like yeah that's what i said i was looking at once you were talking about it i was looking at the vinyl variants they have some really cool ones i know i want to get a cool one but i want to like obviously not spend a stupid amount of money i think i'd spend 60 or 70 most if it's a really cool variant yeah, I was looking. There's a Newberry one available, but it just says color. It doesn't say. It's the gold. The Newberry one I'm talking about is like a six splatter one. Then it's yeah, I saw that one I think too. It was 300. Yeah. So the one that's available now, which it doesn't say, is gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really digging that album though. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I'll I downloaded it, so I'll, I'll check it out. And then the one that's on uh, the variant that I saw. Shit, where'd it go? on relapse records was just red with like yeah i think the only readily available ones are like solid colors which is cool but like if there's a cool splatter how am i gonna pass that up relapse has some really cool i don't know any of these bands but they got i mean on integrity i know but i don't know that record but they have some really cool pre-order variants i was on a relapse kick for a couple years i would always buy the grab bags of records and just like discover new bands from that like that way it was really cool they have a lot of good bands on there nice uh the only thing i'll have to talk, show you this one later but the only thing we the only other thing we didn't talk about was steven uh or stefan from uh deftones bailing on their uh touring i think it was the uk right or kind of yeah. all over and between them having steven not stefan not there mm-hmm. and sergio not in the band anymore that's pretty a bummer i'd be annoyed you know damn well they'd have that planned and they just didn't say it until like what two or three days before the tour started i'm like come on guys yeah <laughs> probably i mean i understand it you know um i understand totally i wish he would have just been honest and said like hey like well actually no you can't bring politics into it yeah no yeah they chalked it up as creative differences no, no, he's he said he's not ready to leave his house and he's not ready to what he's not ready to leave his country yet. And he's not going to go because he's an anti-vaxxer, but he's not going to say that, obviously. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Whatever, you know, right. good for him. Yeah. Uh, OK, so curveball question. You can answer it if you don't. But to wrap the show up to anyone listening. Is there a single that you got or a, a song that you guys would like someone to listen to? Well, oh, just throw that on me right now. I am. Fucker. I know. So yeah, I'll, I'll go. Go ahead, Eric. What we got? What uh, we got? Shiv from Arizona. Uh, K A R D A S H E V. Uh, the song is Glass Phantoms. It's off their new record called Liminal Right. Uh, I don't know how you would describe them besides kind of death metal but he's got a really good voice uh, i forget the lead singer's um name but he also has a youtube 
channel that he's, he does all kinds of stuff on there like when it comes to Nina's reactions for you know bands and videos was it like nick nocturnal sort of sort of but he also teaches like how because oh. his his vocal range is intense he has such a low growl and then he can eyes um so that would be somebody and then the other thing i've been really into uh, brian actually might like this band too they're kind of oh ryan might like it too dragged under they came out with a couple different well they came out with a new song called suffer but they do have crooked halos on that album it's not out yet but it's coming out uh so right now nice well their record comes out next week on or a week and a half from now june 3rd so we're gonna go with archangel from thornhill um so excited for this record to come out uh please please check out these songs their singles right now are casanova which came out last year and then archangel and hollywood but this record's really going to be a different sound for them which i'm i'm really excited to check it out so listen to archangel and then uh brian what do you got i'll throw out one song um it's a band called whores and they have a single called imposter syndrome that is really good it's a noise metal band that I saw open for Red Fang years ago, and I want to say I enjoyed them more than Red Fang. I've, it's one of the only times I've been blown away by an opener, and I've been like addicted to them ever since. They have an album that came out years ago called Gold. That was one of my favorites from the past, from the 2010s. But yeah, they put out a new song, and they're working on a new album. So, Whores, Imposter Syndrome. Nice. All right, guys. Well, that's it for the show. We are going to be covering Stick to Your Guns on the next episode, and I'm really excited to do that. So we're going to be going through their entire discography. It'll be a lot like Dance, Gavin, Dance. Uh, I think that was also a really good episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. And Brian, tell the people what you're up to and where they can find you. Hey, find me on Instagram, another vinyl page. I just did a giveaway semi-recently, so maybe eventually I'll do another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, maybe right. you can give away one of those six idolas. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> to your brother-in-law. <laughs> no, I'll give him a Rugrats soundtrack. I have a couple extra. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, Some people might like that. Might, bro, it has Devo that. on there. I know. I just like sometimes when Brian talks, I think like his he's like a living meme sometimes. Like just he full cracks me up, dude. <laughs> he's all like Donkey Kong oh, Country. <laughs> that's legitimately a like really good soundtrack the donkey kong yes donkey kong country like listen to the especially the underwater music that's legitimately good music (laughs) i'll check it out uh eric do you have anything else to add before we wrap this up today nope that's about it we'll have to do a little bit more uh diving into stick to guns this week and then i guess we'll maybe we'll do it next sunday or something like that it's kind of what i was thinking depending on everyone's schedule so that works Uh, for me all right everyone well thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode bye Bye. 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 oh my god